In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast partner in crime is the one, the only... Travis Rats here. Travis Rats on the ones and twos with me. Welcome to Comic Exposure, where Travis Rats and I delve deep into comic book-ness. Comic book-dom? Comic-dom. Commictum. Commictum. I was going to say, you got there first. You got there first. Well done. Commictum. Uh, uh, I'm going to pull back the curtain first here a little bit. So we were checking levels, guys. uh, And Josh was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to get excited for the podcast today. I'm so tired. And you know what, Josh? Challenge accepted. (laughs) Challenge accepted. See how excited you can. Let's see if you can excite me, Travis. (laughs) I think if we just do it. Yeah. God, now people already stop. Come back. No, no, come back. Come no, back. Come back. I'm sorry. 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 And we had a couple things on the agenda that we're talking about today, Travis. Uh, anything you want to get out of the way before we start the show? Anything yep. on your mind? I want to turn we- off my AC unit, so go ahead and keep answering. Oh, okay. So uh, Travis is going to turn off his AC unit. So I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen. You can find all of our old podcast episodes. I'm just I'm just spinning for time. He could edit this out, but he's not going to. You can find all of our old podcast episodes on www.comicexposure.com or on whatever podcast app you use. Welcome back to the I'm program, back, buddy. Travis. I'm back, buddy. I had to turn that off. I felt like I was getting some background noise here with my new road mic. Just making, new sure, road mic. making sure things are on the level. Uh, Your new road mic looks very phallic. I, I, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't mean to drop equipment name like that, but oops, what did I drop there? Oh, this nice new road <laughs> mic that I got. Um, oh, man. I do want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you okay. about, you, you came back from a trip, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, that's you want me to expound on that? <laughs> what, yeah, no. I, I, my prom date? Yeah, I have not been. I went back to Michigan. I had not been back to Michigan since 2007, so it'd been 12 years since I was back to the mitten. Uh, it was a good time. I got to see pe- some people I haven't seen in a while. I got to go to my old house where I grew up. Uh, I got to play a basement show with uh, some guys from a band called Six Ten. Uh, they're also in a band called Flatfoot Fifty Six, which is kind. of of a, a Celtic punk band. Ooh. Uh, I got to go to a $5 punk rock show, which I have not been to. $5 punk rock. rock. A $5 punk rock show that I haven't been to in a long, long time to say goodbye to a, a good friend who's hanging up the uh, hanging up the towel. Is that what it is? Is that the phrase? Throwing in the towel. Throwing in the towel. And I guess I mean, no, you could hang up. Like, a responsible person hangs it up. You yeah. Know, on the floor. He's hanging it up, I guess. Uh, he's been putting on shows, punk shows, for about 30 years, like punk and rock shows for about 30 years. And uh, he's he's done, and him and his family are going to go on the road and travel in their band, Desiring Dead Flesh. Uh, they're an old-school punk band. It's him, his daughter, and his son are in a old-school punk band. Uh, and they're like punk rock far- Partridge family. Gonna, I was going to say, I was going to say, Partridge, what, what was the name of the uh, band again? Uh, desiring Dead Flesh. Uh, it should be called Danny Partridge's Desire for Dead Flesh, and they should travel around <laughs> on the bus. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're in a, they they're converting a van. Uh, him and his wife and his two kids are going on the road. And someone needs to find them an HGTV or a TLC program. They need to be on reality television. Uh, it'd be a hell of a show, I think. I've heard um, worst ideas. I've heard I've, right. There's plenty of re- worst reality shows out there. Did you get to visit any of your old local comic haunts? Were there any? You know, I, stores still I did go. I did go to a comic shop, uh, Cloy's Comics in Saginaw, Michigan. Uh, so if Saginaw, you're ever in, Michigan. If you're ever in the, if you're ever in Sag Nasty, where's that on the mitten? Show me with the mitten. It's like middle of the mitten-ish, uh, north, of, north of Detroit. And so uh, you, you, I, I went to Chloe's Comics in Saginaw, and I picked up two uh, big Cerberus volumes. I, I was like, you know what? I've never really read Cerberus Ooh, before. Cerberus, I've always kind of... Do- Hound the, of the Hell. Aardvark, the Aardvark. Oh, 
Yeah, the weird aardvark thing. No, no. Uh, no. Yeah, it's, you've seen. I know you've seen it before. I'm sure it's it all does. black and white cartooning, but it's like a cartoon aardvark, and everybody else looks like people. Uh, so um, I am, uh, you know, just uh, I, I picked up two volumes of that, and I was like, you know, that'll be kind of a cool thing to read. I've always wanted to read it, uh, but you know, I was, you know, me, I'm always hunting for weird stuff. I didn't find anything too weird, but I did find some uh, cheap uh, in the half off bin some uh, Cerberus. So I, I, I always have. Um, you know what they should have? You know how they have like an antique, not antique roadshow. What's the one where they go and they like, uh, they go to old people's barns? Oh, uh, American Pickers. American Pickers. They should have like, uh, like an American Pickers for comics where they go to like really like podunk towns that might have, a, you know, the comic shops in those podunk towns last for like two years and they realize no clientele yeah. for it. But then they got that inventory just, just lying around there. They should have like American comic pickers. And I feel like the best places to find weird stuff would be like small towns or just Saginaw in general. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm always curious. Like that would be, but there, but you know, comic shops don't keep the stuff that I usually want to see in the actual shop. Vintage porn. It's all, it's always in the, it's in the back somewhere, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> you got to kind of do like a shady deal. You got to be like, "This is nice." Uh, you got anything in the back? Yeah, what do you got in the back? You got what do you show got in the me, back? Show me your oversized Conan the and Barbarian. Then, <laughs> oh, that's definitely in the back. Uh, and then they move. They move, they had the beaded curtain, and you go back in there, and it yeah. smells like incense. And there's like a magua. <laughs> one mogwai. I'll take one mogwai, please. <laughs> and uh, and your deluxe Marvel Christmas edition. I'll uh, take issue one of those as well, please. And uh, do you have any? It's a bit sultry, but a uh, uh, 1992 X Men swimsuit edition. <laughs> uh, do you have some old Captain Marvel and Shazam, as they call him? Uh, but yeah, no. So it was a good trip. It was fun. I got to see some people. It was a little weird being back home and not having been there for a long time. But I did. To get to do a little comic book hunting uh not as much as i wanted there's another shop that i didn't make it to but i, I did get to go to cloys and and dig through some back bins so nice, that's nice. always fun it's always good times uh so a travis rats oh we got one you want me to tell the should i tell listeners what we got in store for them today yeah what, what do we what, what, what's on the agenda today we actually what's we actually have an agenda today do you want do you want to do the whole i think we don't think i don't think we pull the whole thing out right now oh don't whip it out See, no, I, I, I always had this problem. I'm glad you're here to restrain me. People, like people have told me, like don't whip it out right away. You you you're making the same mistake over and over again. Yeah, you know, create expectations. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and segue into this. Hey, Josh, yeah, let's segue into our first summer's one summer's right around the corner, brother. For you, it is right around the corner. You get off in two weeks. Weather's two changing. Mini skirts yes. are coming out. So you got you got to make sure you get that sunscreen on, Josh. That's just right. Be, just because you got a beard doesn't mean you can't get burned. You're right. You're and the right. third thing you need to think about is what are you going to read this summer? You're in vac- you're on vacation. You're on the beach. You're hanging around a beach. You're nowhere near a beach. Maybe you're by a pool. But we're gonna we're gonna just gonna say uh, for the sake of this segment that we're talking about beach reads. Beach Some, reads, and, and, and which is a general way of saying what do you read on the lazy dog days of summer? Uh, so you and I. So let's go. Let's talk about what's a book book and what's a comic book we want what, what kind of comic book do we want what kind of actual novel do we want all right so josh before you tell me yours yeah. tell me what are the key let's 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 just let's just throw back and forth what are some of the key ingredients of a good summer read a good summer read has to be uh i like a good exciting summer read i don't want mm. anything too brainy mm. i need yeah. to shut off i want i want a good ride right yeah. I, I want a good ride i want something i want something fun and something escapist. Prefer- so you're, you're, for you, summer reads fiction. So we, we illuminated nonfiction. Yeah, no. So okay. a summer read for me is definitely a I summer agree. read for me is definitely non is, is definitely fiction. I got uh, to agree with that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna add some things that I think uh, will be on there. If it's okay. a a novel, lots of dialogue, lots of dialogue, less less description. I need it needs to run quick. It needs to run. You need quick. people talking. You I need, need people, people talking. talking. I don't need like this isn't Lord of the Flies. I don't need to hear you know four pages what the jungle floor looks like. Just you know what it. I've never read? You know what I've read? Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And it's not, apparently not going to be my summer read. You just took it off my list with that right there. Well, it's it's probably going to be about two hundred thousand kids summer read. If you're a kid, it's it's a better of a summer read for a kid. 
but not not yeah. well, not for our clientele, sir. Right, right. All right. So uh, okay. So you want lots of dialogue? Is it got to be snappy dialogue? Do you want snappy dialogue? Uh, does that be snappy dialogue? I just need like when I turn a page, I need to be finished that page in like you know a minute or thirty right. seconds. I don't need to be having to reread. If I have to reread stuff within the room, oh, no. it's not a summary. No. That's not a summer read. That's, That's not a, a summer read. Now I'm studying. Now guess what? Book, you just tricked me. Now I'm studying you. I don't I don't want to learn something. I don't want to learn something. Yeah. I don't want to learn something about myself. Um, I don't want to learn something about anybody else. I just want to I just want some fun. I feel like maybe I'm going to add this and maybe we can disagree with it, but I'm just kind of uh, talking on the fly here. There should be a little bit of shame. There should be a little bit of shame <laughs> in your choice of summer. You like you have to hide the cover <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Okay, you gotta right. like put like uh, an inba- uh, invariable likeness of being book jacket on or something <laughs> like that. Okay, I can dig that. So okay, so we've got definitely fiction. Uh, what's your genre of choice? What's your genre of choice for summer? Um, actually, it's not my pick, but um, I think a great you're probably the same as yours. Sci-fi is a good is a good yeah. genre for summer. Sci-fi is the it might be my it might be my perfect summer genre or uh, a comedic something comedic. right like a funny a funny tale it can yeah. be any genre as long as it's got some good humor in it I'm in I'm gonna broaden it out even more for me I like a good quest I like a good I like, I like a good summer quest I and, like that. and something of an epic scope it doesn't have to be necessarily long but it has to have an epic scope to it. Okay, I like yep. it. So, do you have a book in particular that are you that you you're ready to read this yeah. summer? Do you have something? Well, oh no, I, I just a, a book that I think is a good summer read. I haven't picked what I'm going to read okay. this summer. Uh, so, ironically, my summer beach read is Alex Garland's The Beach. Now, oh, many of you may not know- beaches, but the beach. Well, I also like uh, my summer movie watch would be beaches. <laughs> beaches, okay, All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, if you, most people are familiar with the beach because they saw that Leonardo DiCaprio version of it. Um, Alex Garland is like this big director now, you know, he's mm-hmm. Ex Machina and Sunshine and, uh, I think he came out with another big one. Oh, that, uh, Annihilation with Natalie Portman. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Like, but back in the nineties, we just knew him as the guy who wrote this beach, this kind of backpacker hippie guy who could write snappy dialogue with a lot of nineties nostalgia. You know, the, yeah. they find this hippie camp in Thailand. Uh, it's like this lost little island and it's where all these expats and travelers go and they're all, you know, they're growing pot and they have the, the secret to this island and everyone, there's this internal drama uh, and there's all of adventure aspects in it. And it really is um, not only called the beach, but it's a great summer beach read because it reads really quickly. There's a lot of nostalgia for people who are our age. Uh, and it's pretty timeless as far as even though there is 90s nostalgia, you can read it at any, at any point and get something from it. So Alex Garland's The Beach would be my novel uh, beach read. All right. I think for me, I'm going to go with a, a beach author. I'm going to go with my author for a beach read. Uh, if you have not read a Christopher Moore book, I suggest uh, that you that you go and you pick up a Christopher Moore book. Uh, they are funny. They are uh, sort of um, irreverent, if you will. Um, he just he does great dialogue and very sort of um, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, just sort of off the wall tales, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, following around uh, death, right? It's, the life like a, of it's, death. It, it's like a straightforward novel but with like a weird gimmick in it always. Right. It, like, or, like Jesus's brother comes back and he's Jeb, you know, he's resurrected right. with him and it's like the book of Jeb, you know? Yeah. It's like and, and there's, there's, you know, there's, there's one uh, about like this plane crash on an island and, uh, there's just always oh there's a, uh, I've read a bunch of his books he's got a he's got a three part series about uh, this vampire love story and it's not it's not Twilight right like don't don't let me tell you it's Twilight it is an off the wall kind of a goofy idea of of a vampire novel he always does this sort of little twist uh, that and he's got great dialogue oh what a twist right and my Shyamalan. It's very Shyamalan, but it's it's a very like there's always just something off kilter. If I I think that might be one of the 
the best ways to describe the way that he, that he, his books are written. And they read fast; they're not long. Uh, you can get them in like cheap paperback, right? Like yeah, some yeah, of yeah. his old ones that he's had for and a long every time. Every bookstore like has a, a, oh, a yeah. plethora of, of a plethora books. of Christopher Moore yeah. books. Those I thought are, those, when, that's when, you, when you were talking about uh, your favorite beach author, I thought you were going to say Ann Coulter because she's a real beach. <laughs> no, no, that's I don't wait for your whole conversation to say that joke. By the yeah, way, it's good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, but I think I, that's a good summer read for me. Or if I'm going to do something, the problem is like the sci-fi that I like is oftentimes like too hard sci-fi for summer. Dude, I just got. I just figured out what my summer read book is going to be. You're going to love this, and then we're going to okay. do a podcast about it. Okay. I have never read nor seen Dune. You I have never read, read nor seen Dune. I don't know that that's a book that you should just read for summer because it is. So it meets none of the criteria except <laughs> that sci-fi. it's sci-fi. It's super deep. It's about religion and politics and space travel and a drug that you make out of worm shit. So Spoilers. <laughs> but it, I, it's one of my favorite books ever and i usually read it like once a year or every other year i break it out and i read it uh it's a tough it's tough for some people who don't have the love of like i love it it's a good book but i don't know if it's a summer book challenge it's like that's like a accepted. that's like a dead of that's like a dead of winter book that's i feel a, i feel a, like depending on what version like uh you get uh what uh, printing you get but what would you that's a pretty thick book what do you what do you look at the page count on that one is that like a game of thrones type thing going on over here yeah it's the first dune's pretty thick it's a pretty it's a pretty uh hefty tome you know what you like i know people who love to read stephen king during the summer you know no that's too much book Mm-mm. unless you're gonna read like stephen king novellas that might be okay. Or the, dark, collection... the dark Tower series. Oh, if, like, okay. You have, yeah. If you have a long vacation, yeah. you could probably you could probably get through that. Okay. The first Dark Tower is a good beach read, but yeah, I do uh, like that one. Like the stand. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't read under the dome on summer break. <laughs> it's too. You could murder someone with that thing. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that that's really good. So let me ask you this: If that's your summer novel, that's that's kind of your summer novel, what you're looking for. What's your summer comic book read? What oh. are you looking for for comic book read? So my summer comic, uh, for me, for a summer comic book read, it's less specific. Uh, and really what I'm looking for for a comic book read, because comics read much quicker, uh, yeah. is I'm looking for not necessarily uh, a trade. I'm looking for a series where yeah. I know there's like – if it, if it has an end point, like a Why the Last Man, 60 Issues type of thing, that's even better but if it's just like a really nice long run on something, something that I've always wanted to read, like uh, for Christmas I did Trans Metropolitan. I ran through like yeah. three of those. That would be the equivalent, I think, of a good summer read. It's just like, hey, I always want this. I think this summer it's going to be Astro City for me because I've never oh, read it. I've never read it. Yeah. It seems like one of those that you could get into and binge. I think, I think that's going to be good. I think for me, uh, I, it's the same thing. I'm looking for like a big story. Um, I like because comic books, like you said, comic books are very like flip, 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 flip. you can get through them pretty well. I figure like at that time, if I can sit down and I'm going to have a little vacation time, I don't want to read a bunch of different trades. I want to read a big like a why the last man. I think my goal is there are I'm going to go and I, my thing is I'm going to read black science. That's my summer read uh, volume nine. The last volume, I believe, comes out this month. Okay. In May, or maybe it came out last month. Uh, but I think that that's going to be my summer read. I read the first two. I think I'm going to go and pick up the rest of them uh, and uh, give that. That's going to be, I'm going to, that's going to be my summer is, is reading through that series. It's one I've wanted to that's finish. Um, I think it's that, or I do like to read just a, just a, a, a big old comic book superhero thing, man. Like yeah. one summer I did the uh, one summer I read the first 12 issues of Swamp Thing, like the original Len Wen, Lean Wen. I read like the first 12 issues of that one summer. Another, uh, I may have a, a different summer. I read um, the Kirby's Fourth World. I read the first vault, like the first omnibus of, uh, of Kirby's Fourth World. I like to go back and read like old sixties yeah. or seventies era comic books. Speaking of that, you know, a good one is summer read that I've never read, uh, 
it might be a little bit tough. I don't know. Uh, not, you know, intelligence wise, but just like putting it all together. Secret Wars. I've never read Secret Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never read that either. I mean, I remember it. I know. I remember Secret. Yeah, I remember I, Secret I think I Wars. I have a couple a single issues of like yeah. certain things in that event, but I don't. I don't. I don't have a collection of it. Right. Yeah. I remember having a couple issues when I was a kid. I remember getting it at like the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember finding it at the grocery store. Yeah, no, I think I think that's those are my two things. It's either going to be bubblegummy 60s, 70s uh, comic books, or it's going to be a nice series that I can like sink my teeth into and finish. Right. Yeah. I want I want something where I can be like, I did it. I read it. I've, I've wanted to finish this series and I did it. I'm like super excited for summer now after this conversation. I'm like, I just want to get in there. Not because I, w- I don't want to work. It's just I want to get into those reads. Those, I want to get a really right? deep read on. And if you are, I'm going I'm to put this on Josh because he's a social media guy. Yeah. Uh, tweet him, Instagram him, put it on whatever it is. But what, what's your favorite uh, summer read? Yeah, to, uh, we're gonna come at us pod, on Twitter. Because we're going to be doing Twitter. podcasts yeah. this summer, we'll, we'll, we'll throw some of those summer reads out there. So if you're like, I don't know what I'm going to read this summer, and you don't want to read any of the ones that we suggested, uh, if you have a good suggestion, we'll, we'll put it out there. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what, you're, what you want to read. Remember, you can tweet us at Comic Exposure uh, so we can tell us what, you're, what you want to read. Um, but you heard what we're going to read. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sink my chompers right into Black Science, I think is where I'm going to go. And challenge um, accepted. I will be reading Dune. I'm, I, you know what? I'm I'm I will be happy to nerd out on uh, on Doom. Do you have it like is a, one of, do you have an old uh, tattered copy of Doom which you've made notes in that I can read so I can feel like I'm reading with you, Josh? I do have an old beat up copy of Doom. No, I would never does take not, your beat it, up copy it, of Doom. It does not have notes in it, but it's definitely an it, old beat up copy. The pages are sticky. Doom more like that Satarak. Like <laughs> the Jesuit witches, uh, but. And also, by the way, happy Mother's Day, you know? Oh, yeah, happy Mother's Day, ladies. <laughs> so, we got our summer reads. I think that's good. Dude, I'm excited. Now I definitely, I'm going to have to go wait, buy wait, a bunch of Did you of say trade. you're excited? Look at that. I did. Like you won. In, you son of a bitch. You, you son it. of a bitch. You did it. I predatored you. You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. So, what's up? What's, what's the next topic? What's up, Doc? What do we got? Uh, yeah, what's up, Doc? Um, the next one is so we're gonna, we're going to talk a couple of trailers, two trailers to be specific. Okay, trailers. Uh, let's talk about um, you. Actually, tweeted this to me. Yeah, you that's right. tweeted this to me, and I said, "How dare you tweet at me, sir? You know I lost my password to this a long time ago." Um, did you bite your tweet? Did you bite your thumb at me? Did you bite your tweet at me? <laughs> did I Twitter you? And I didn't tweet no, you. Did you I? You didn't. Yeah. You just messaged me. Yeah. Uh, you know better than that. Um, yeah. And you said, "Hey, Watchmen." Yeah, said, watch like Watchmen do what? And you said no, Watchmen. Like oh, that old that old graphic novel from uh, Alan Moore that everyone kind of overrates. Uh, and <laughs> oh no, he didn't oh, say it. Shots fired! Boom, boom, boom! Take that, Alan Moore. Also, stay tuned. We'll be doing a Alan Moore Swamp Thing Volume One, the Saga Swamp Thing coming up. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you said hey, uh, check out the the Watchmen trailer for HBO's got this new. Uh, I believe you called it premium television. A prestige. Prestige. Um, Pre- which I'm going to have to ask you to explain what, what constitutes prestige. And you said, hey, watch this trailer. Tell me yeah. what you think. So, so uh, I want to hear what you think first, actually. So I am confused. <laughs> if I, so I've read Watchmen. Uh, I didn't love it. I think it is. And because, I think it's because I read it in the year 2000 no like but like i didn't i i read it now right and not now but it you know it not too long ago and it is a very definite product of the 80s and i don't know that i love grim gritty deconstruction of superheroes i don't know if that's my thing what about black hammer that more is lighter. not. It's more light. That's not gritty. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, gritty. Yeah, yeah. I do. Li- no, that's the thing. I like a good de- deconstruction. Like, look, uh, we we read um, uh, Vision, Tom King's yeah. Vision. Great. I read Mister Miracle. Also, Tom King deconstructing a superhero. Loved it. Great. When right? you deconstruct a superhero, you want to find like Skittles and cotton candy inside that side of bitch. I think I, if we're gonna deconstruct superheroes, I want to see the weird mundane yeah. life of yeah, a superhero, yeah, yeah. right? Um, not the, the world is evil, darkness. the darkness, <laughs> like, 
it's a dog shit. I'm trying to like, what is something that Rorschach says something about like yeah, the excrement, that, the, the dog excrement that is New York City. Yeah, it's the first line. It's, it's the filth that's over top of me. There's a lot of filth. Have I said filth enough? I'm wading through the filth of this scummy New York City. Well, I love the word <laughs> filth. Is it sounds like the thing that it's describing when you say it. Filth. It's just filth. Like 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 a if fart was the actual substance, it would be filth. It would be. Uh, but so <laughs> I that's my bias, right? I'm not I'm not, I'm gonna put it out there. That's oh, my bias. Oh, that's a great okay? name for a podcast. That's my bias. That's my bias. That's my bias. I don't I'm not a That's your catchphrase <laughs> now. <laughs> like I I enjoy Watchmen for what it did, right? Like it turned it is one of those things that turned comic books on its head, right? It's one of those things that allowed it'll it lets the medium the medium of comic books can do that. It can take modern issues and 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 like bury them within comic book tropes. And like reflect the world around it. And I think that's, I, I like that. But I'm a little curious. I don't know what the hell's going on in this trailer because it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the. <laughs> so, yeah. So when I watched it, yeah, I didn't see any of the characters that I was familiar with. I saw a couple like Rorschach looking type masks um, at the beginning. Of I those think people. the guy, I think the guy crossly, I think Jeremy Irons is. Uh, Ozymandias? As oh, a, okay. Ozymandias. Maybe not. I don't. Yeah. I haven't looked, but yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, does it follow? Remember when they they started doing Watchmen again as like separate series, like the new Watchmen? That was. Those were pre. Those are. Oh, so this so this has not been like they're, they're not following anything that's been done in the comics. N- no, that, so I only know. I, I read know. a little. I read a little blurb, and essentially that is it. Lindel Lindoff Lindelof. I read a little blurb on the internet. Little blurb. Little blurb. <laughs> Sorry about the about the guy Lindelof. I don't know whatever <laughs> his name is. Who's doing it? Uh, but I, I think um, from what I heard, they didn't want to recreate the wheel, right? Like Zack Snyder did a shot for shot remake of a fucking comic book. We don't need to do it on HBO, he right? Did like it several I, times. See uh, Scott yes. Snyder's catalog. <laughs> see it. Uh, see um, vignette the movie, the the <laughs> Scott Snyder film. But uh, so. I think they're taking the concept and the ideas of the Watchmen. It seems to me that the Rorschach, like mask wearing right wing, uh, shitty vigilantes is is what they look like in it, right? Uh, and and then a different superhero, a different character, the one who has like the police badge, right? It looked like she was yeah, a police yeah. officer, but she had the mask. But you don't see anybody else. I don't see the comedian. I don't see. You know what I mean? Like. So I am confused. I'm intrigued, but I'm confused. What about yeah. you? Sir? No, I uh, I really like that whole clock. Whether whoever the, the Foley artist is on that clockwork yeah. is, is nailing it. Uh, that was really good. I really like that running throughout the trailer. That kind of created. I'm like, ooh, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. What, yeah. what is this clock? Uh, that's a little goose. It's a little goosebumpy, yeah, right? It gives a little you a little bit of something. Uh, yeah. I I do like. Um, it looks. Like it's shot beautifully. It looks oh, like yeah. a lot of money went into. Do this. you mean it looks prestige? Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I kept waiting for Martin Scorsese to walk out and be like, "Cut, cut." <laughs> um, and uh, it looks like there was this line about um, you know, they're they're back and they they're it's payback time. So I, right. I, I, I'm I, I assume that they is just superheroes in general. I so I'm curious as how what the time jump is between 1985 when isn't that when the original Watchmen takes place? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so like it's it, it's it's not 1985. I think it's more modern. I don't know how modern, but it right. looks like you've got a you've got a sycophant group who has decided that Rorschach is the best of, you know. It reminds me of Sons of Batman in Dark Knight Returns. When they, when remember when Batman beats the mutant gang leader and then everyone becomes yeah. like the Sons of Batman? Yeah. But, but man, if you will. Yeah, but men. Yeah, but men. But yeah, I, a Batman? <laughs> they become Batman. <laughs> but, uh, but I think, I think that's, I think what it looks like and what I'm worried about is that it's going to go 
too on the nose. That it's going to be too... Look, this represents, like, the the dudes in the in the white polo shirts and the khakis with the the tiki torches in in South Carolina right like that I, I like that's oh I, yeah 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 I yeah. I don't want it I'm worried that it's going to be too on the nose like look these Rorschachs are a stand in for all these new neo nazis and khakis we have now right 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 um and not that I don't agree that that's an, a modern issue that we're dealing with I just don't know how on the nose I want it to be. And because I didn't read Watchmen when it came out, I cannot tell you how on the nose it was when it was modern. Right? If we're going to update it, should we call it Swatchman? Swatchman? Swatchman. That's the one that takes place in... in 1992? Yeah, 1992. Yeah, Swatchman. Now it's it's Apple Watchmen. <laughs> and instead of... Tick, tick, you just hear... Yeah. It, now it's it's Apple Watchmen. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And it's... And, and this instead of a TikTok, it's just someone. It's like an, an ARS ASMR of like someone just tapping their. And then ASMR of my dad being like, "How do I, Linda? How do I answer it, Linda? Linda, <laughs> my heart, my heart rate says I'm dead. I'm dead, <laughs> Linda. Uh, wow. Yeah, so, you, is is Siri on your Apple Watch? Is that on your? I don't have you, an Apple Watch, man. Neither do I. No, I didn't mean yours. Oh. Like the royal, the royal yours. Oh, dude, I mean. between like a vaporizer and shit, like I got a lot of douchey shit happening right now. If I had a, you don't I, need that. If I, if, I, if I had an Apple Watch to this look, I'm definitely, I'm definitely have, getting yelled you, at. To take a to take a sidebar, do you have AirPods? Do you have AirPods, Travis? No, no. I was Good. almost gonna buy them the other day because I jog with earbuds in. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I do the uh, beats, not the beats, the yeah. um, um, over the bows, the bows, yeah, the bows, and yeah. it has a strip to it. But I wanted the wireless ones, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, I talked to my kids about it. I go, what about these AirPods? And they're like, well, I think that's good. And I go, I don't know, kids. So I ended up going with the Bose wireless uh, okay. ones. So I don't know, not so, as douchey as AirPods. I mean, I think, but everybody, this, the, I don't know. Uh, Ten years ago was the era of the nerds. Now the era of the douche is coming in. <laughs> I'm gonna grab my mantle and wave it proudly. <laughs> so I, I, I am curious. I will say that. Uh, I will. I'll watch it. I'm gonna give I'll it watch an episode the first, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch the first episode. I might watch two because Ooh. the pilot. The look. The here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned about HBO shows. In the pilot, you put everything that you can do on HBO in that first pilot. And you just like, like you sprinkle every you, there's nudity in it. There's going to be the a bunch of swear words. There's going to be whatever awful things and I, awful might not be the word, but whatever mature audience stuff you can do, you just like pepper the shit out of that, right? It's like when you it's like, do you want more cheese, right? More you yeah, had yeah. Olive Garden and they're just putting more on it. Um, so this that's what happened to me with Game of Thrones. Gavin and I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones way long time ago, right? And we're both like, I don't know, is it? It's a little much. And then we watched the second episode and we're like, oh, okay, this, okay, I'm into this now, right? So I'll probably, I'll probably give it two episodes. I'll probably give it two. And so the, the thing we added to this one is, uh, and I'm gonna make it even more specific because um, this, this subject might come up again at some point when we need filler in a a further broadcast, um, is you said, all right, and if you could make your own prestige, HBO prestige show, yeah. what IP would you use or what comic would you, would you base it off of? And I'm going to hold you to it like uh, the it, – it's HBO. It's not like a Netflix show. It's yeah, specifically yeah. No, it's HBO. HBO. HBO has a quality, right? Like yeah. you, The Sopranos, The Wire – like yeah, but there I, is, I think that quality has been taken and duplicated other places. But there's something that's still uniquely. I think HBO. the closest. Well, I think the closest thing to it is probably Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but HBO is programmed to be an hour long show. It's not like Netflix where they go like, I don't know, this one's an hour and twelve minutes, right? Like yeah. it, normally HBO is an hour long. Press. They spend a bunch of money on it, making it look good. Do you want my pick first? Yeah. Okay. So here's here's yeah. what, and this is this is weird, and this might not be this might not be perfect. It's probably because it's something weird, wild stuff. Weird, wild stuff. Weird. So I so I watched I not watched I I recently read um, an Aliens comic book. I read a James Stoko uh, Alien comic book, 
And I really dug this shit out of it, right? It was spooky enough. It was horror enough. It was just enough sort of action. And I think Dark Horse has enough of those damn alien novels floating, alien series out there. And I think you could do a really good, not aliens, not like epic, long aliens movie right not not like sigourney weaver with machine guns everywhere blowing up aliens but alien a like a slow burn outer space trapped room like uh like closed room horror series with alien i think you could do it on HBO, it'd be a fun, like fun's not the right word, but I think you could do a, it would look good because you could spend the budget on it. Uh, you could really world build, right? Which I don't think you can always do in a two hour movie. I think you do a little more of that. You could spend some more time with characters. And I think you can make something really interesting with that property. Not Alien versus Predator, not Campy. I don't want Campy AVP. I want like a, a world building aliens thing, but not the new can one I, where it's too highbrow. Can I tell you something, Josh? You can disagree with me. No, it's no, fine. No, no. Yeah. That is the correct answer to that question. I did, is not it? Know, I did not know it until you said it. That's brilliant. That's, that's a course. You gotta do an alien series, dude. That's great. Right? Cause it's right? not, you don't have to, the way alien was first introduced, you don't see the alien very much. You don't have to blow all like that special effects wad yeah. in there, especially that first season. But I'm going to take it further. I would say, yes, yeah, slow burn. But like Game of Thrones, like we only saw a couple shots of right? white workers and we didn't see dragons for like the third season when they when they got the audience to afford that budget. Like build, if you're like, the ultimate goal is to get to this giant man versus alien battle at the end, a la Game of Thrones, right? But if you're going to go, if you can afford, afford it and you have the audience build it up so like over like eight seasons where it starts off as like you just hear about aliens it's a lot of the politics and it's like uh um you know uh mad about you dude like uh sitting somewhere yeah. in the office and stuff like that and you and you have that and it's about like maybe they're trying to colonize another planet and there's some internal human make the humans the the enemies in the in the beginning of the series but then take it to like try to build it to this epic grand yeah, that's that's good that's yeah, good. that's good. I'm, I'm proud. I came to me today because yeah. I knew we had, we knew we were talking about this, and I think it's it really is because I got that James. I'd never read an Alien comic before. I've never read one, mm. but I got that James Stokoe's an amazing artist, and I was like, okay, I want to read it, and it was a really good, like a, a beautiful like novella, four issues of of Aliens, and it really made me go. Oh, you could slow burn this in a really kind of cool, a really kind of cool way. You don't need. Uh, you I don't. Had you go second. I should have had you, you go second. You, you don't need a bunch of. You don't need a bunch of characters. And that's what I'm saying. Like you could do it your way, where it's this, where it's a big epic long series, or you could really do about two seasons. I think you could. I, and personally, me, sometimes I just want you to do one really good ten hour movie, which like which HBO can do, and just give me this. Give me the like a handful of people on a on a colonizing or on a mining planet or something, right? And or that that we found a deserted ship, right? Well, because H- HBO, uh, you know, Netflix is you know take it as far as that prestige format, but uh, HBO is still does not release all their episodes at once like all these other you, things I, do. right i so don't want i, I want week. a week you to got week. you got to have something that has the potential for a major cliffhanger every every episode that's going to get someone to wait an entire week for and that's what you don't get on netflix netflix doesn't really have that netflix is just a, a especially those marvel shows were very meandering some of those episodes mm-hmm. and you they don't do that normally on hbo there's usually a a beat at the end where you're like well, fuck, I got to come back and watch this next week, right? Right. So that that's my pick. So I'm sorry that I ruined it. But I didn't pick a I didn't pick a comic book really. So I, I want to know what's your what's your comic book choice? Well, <clears throat> at this point, I mean, I ran through a couple of them. Okay. Uh, first I was thinking American Scott Snyder's American Vampire. Uh, oh, but no, that, dude. 
I'm like, in. I think that'd be good. But then I was like, well, we just they they had True Blood a couple of years ago, yeah. and I'm like, can we can yeah. we double down on vampires? And then I went to uh, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the book. What's the a hundred? What's the Facebook one where they go to the island that we read? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the four hundred. Uh, yeah, it was a number like yeah. the people that were on that island, and I thought like you know, I was thinking that as kind of like a lost. It felt like kind of like you can do like HBO like amplifies and does lost kind of like in this big kind of grand thing um but then i I ultimately settled down on what is america what do we like we like football (laughs) we like the south oh no and we like violence no you are bastards baby dude it's like it's sopranos meets friday night lights uh and you throw in a little bit of some machine guns in there and you got yourself an hbo show it just reeks at hbo like that whole that whole premise of uh southern bastards bastards it does no you are you are right yeah that might that might that might trump mine because Uh, each of those yeah aliens each of those uh, each of those tells a really each of those uh volumes though tells a really good arc yeah that you could do like a six six comic books uh could give you a really good season of television with that because if you if you do southern bastards right you could do it as one season and if it doesn't get picked up again or doesn't get enough ratings, it would have its own end to it. And then, yeah. you know, next season, you can get like three distinctly clear-tied endings almost to that, except for the main, yeah. the the boss, I guess, coach. I guess you kind of got to take that arc to, you know, a lot of it. But, <laughs> yeah, those are my three. That's, no, I, I'm i a fan of the Southern Bastards one because yeah, it's yeah. very, like, it's Friday Night Lights meets uh, The Sopranos meets uh sons of anarchy right yeah, like yeah. it's a oh, very that's, yeah that's it that's the third ingredient yeah, it's sons of anarchy. yeah it's a very i that's a good one that's yeah. a good one yeah i hbo listen to the podcast you know make it right. happen listen i like that that's all good. of our choices were better than watchmen i think they might have been <laughs> but you know but here's the thing like watchmen is the name is big enough people have seen the movie i think i don't know i think enough people probably saw it that and the imagery is cool enough where it works for to get people who aren't comic book people to watch the show, right? And you know like HBO. Like Walking Dead. Like yeah. Walking Dead is watched by a lot of people who've never read that book before, right? Well, and the thing <clears throat> with, I feel like HBO put out, shelled out some money for Watchmen IP probably back in the day, maybe like after the movie came out or before the movie came out. And they're like, we have this expensive IP. Like, we got to do something with it, you know? Uh, yeah. Like to buy Alien IP, I don't even know who owns. I don't know who makes Fox. That's Fox, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, twentieth yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. century Fox, yeah. I think, owns Aliens. Um, so that's isn't what, that Disney now though? Doesn't Disney own that piece of it? Yeah, I don't even know what. I don't know who HBO falls under. I don't know what big umbrella they fall under. No, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's talk Spider Man. Let's talk Spider Man, man. What do you What do you think about it? What do you think? What do you think about it? Yeah, Disney now owns Alien. Just in case you're wondering. Oh, does do they? Yeah, yeah. They now Disney now owns Alien. <laughs> Disney owns everything. So Sigourney Weaver is a Disney princess. Oh, I think I remember seeing something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Queen, the Alien Queen, is now a Disney princess. She's a Disney villain. So to be a Disney princess, you just have to be a female in a female hero in a IP that Disney owns. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Really, really, really broadened that definition out, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thor is a Disney princess, you know? If you work for the Disney company, let's say you're a secretary at, like, ABC 15, which is owned you by are Disney. A Dis- you are a Disney, Disney princess. princess. You're a Disney princess. <laughs> okay, thank you. You knew where that was going. I All did. Right. I did. Um, yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, trailer looks great. I'm in. I'm in. I'm um, in. I'm in. I am. I am. So here's the only thing I didn't get from the trailer, and maybe I missed it. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did they talk about like where all the five years went for everybody? No, I think that's the big question mark. Is I think people are still they're still up in the air of when because it seems like take place. What I think it's got to be afterwards because he's dealing with Tony Stark being dead, right? Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, spoiler alert! Sorry, just ruined Avengers Endgame for you. Uh, so here's my question: Him, his best friend. And Mary Jane Zendaya, what's her name in the movie? I don't, I don't remember what they. But at oh, the God. end, it's just like her middle name's MJ or something like that. Like my friends call me MJ. Uh, but 
Uh, the three of them apparently were in the. They got snaptured, right? Like they were all. Snapshot. They were all gone. So, I am very interested to find out how do you like what happens when everybody you know, you've everybody gets five years older, but you didn't. Well, it sounds like so, and also like so. You 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 got a, it's the first movie, first movie coming out after uh, yeah. Endgame. So yeah. you've gotta you gotta kind of it sets the table for like okay, what's this world, new well, world like? You know, it also said it, it also at least what is it Kevin Feige? What Kevin Feige said is it is the last, uh, it's the last film in this Endgame didn't finish the phase. Okay, Spider Man finishes the phase. So there's got to be something in there. Like there, I've heard them say that too, which means there's got to be something kind of big universe-wise in as far as like the world. Like something right. has to come to a, an end. Like it's not, not not everything is over yet. So what is the real right. end of that? And uh, Mysterio is an interesting villain to have. Um in some ways, in this, I, I they don't play I, him as a villain. I, I, I think he's yeah. I think he's it's a MacGuffin. I don't think it's just the standard like villain of the week. Uh, like we're gonna put him against Mysterio for two hours, and we're gonna introduce Mysterio. We're gonna have the rising action. He's gonna beat him in the end. I think he is a factor in it, but I think there's, I don't know. I, I feel like the villain is not gonna be a person. It's going to be a state of the world or something like okay. that. I am most curious about the piece that I found most interesting that I am surprised they're doing it, but now rethinking about Endgame, I'm not, that they've decided to multiverse it. They've decided that Mysterio is from another universe. Is that in the trailer? Yep, in the trailer. Yeah, that's right. He does. uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Nick Fury is like, he's from another universe, and Spider-Man's like, a multiverse? And so uh, yeah. I'm curious. So when they go steal the different remember, because what's his name in the in in Endgame, Hulk goes to talk to uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, not not Doctor Strange, but I can't remember the Tinda T. Swindon. Everyone's seen yeah. the movie. Yeah. So goes to talk to her. And she goes like, oh, no, if you if you change it, if you take this from me right now in this moment, another universe starts and Captain America and Hulk go. No, if we just bring it back to the exact same point that we took it from, everything's fine. Well, I would say that Mysterio being from a multiverse, if it's not a ruse, right, if it's not a if it's not just a swerve, a Mandarin. Yeah, if it's not just a swerve, then this is how you get another Iron Man. And maybe it's not Tony Stark who's Iron Man. This is how you get the X-Men. Is this how you get Fantastic Four? And you, t- I, I mentioned this to you in a text, and I was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said it. I wanted it for the podcast, but you replied to me. What's your, what's your, what's your beef with this? So um, I, I pull this up here. You, you can go to uh, multiverse marvel fandom dot com multiverse, and I just I we, we, I think about when I was reading comics in the nineties, and why one of the reasons I stopped reading comics is because they did this stuff and like they got carried away with the multiverse in nineties comics, and it just turned me off. Um, and because, well, two things on that. So I, I I've learned better th- from that. I'm like, just tell me a good story. Uh, but I think they're going to do, they might be in danger of doing in these movies what they did with comics in the 90s, where I'm looking at this multi, here's what, Mar- here's what the database says. The multiverse is the collection of alternate universes which share a universal hierarchy. It is the, a subsection of a, the larger omniverse the collection of all alternate universes. A large variety of these universes were originated as forms of divergence from other realities, where an event with different possible outcomes gives rise to different universes. That gives me a headache right there, just reading that, dude. It gives me but a isn't this? But isn't this a very... This is X-Men. This is Cable. This yeah. is that story, right? Like, this. this goes... This is how Kitty Pride gets there. 
Yeah. Right. Is this so? I, I never really I, like those stories though in in like uh, comics. You know, I I, never I agree was, with you that it's I don't love it's them my, either. It's my personal taste, but yeah, I, it's not. I don't love it either. But I'm I've you know that you and I have been talking about how do you bring the X Men and the Fantastic Four in without having to go in the sixties. This happened right. and. Or without having to shoehorn them in as a like all of a sudden it happens, right? No, I think that your your explanation is brilliant. If it's just simple, like oh, we created another timeline, and now we can like those people can hop back and forth through like the Phantom Zone or whatever it is, you know? Right. Or because we created that ultimate, because we created that alternate timeline, there's something that drives them to our world, right? To right. they need to fix something, but they get stuck here or. The the move to go back and stop the X Men from dying, right, brings them to our multiverse instead of theirs, right? So they go, they come back to stop the Sentinels. They're actually future them coming back, but the future them gets stuck here. I, I I'm curious how you do it. I think it's a real easy way to do. My thought on getting the Fantastic Four in is that you shoehorn them in as '60s characters. They got lost in door. space. You create a door somewhere, yeah. Right, and but my ex, the way that I thought about you do it is you literally go like, no, everybody knew about Reed, the Reed family, right, or the Richards family. We just never, we never saw it in the movie because it happened in the '60s, right. So there'd be no reason for them for us to talk about them until ooh, they pop back when it'd something like, happens. It'd be like a, 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 a one of those bad space launches that happened in our like right. 60s and 70s you know that we right just, like, we sometimes are, are brought up but most of the time no one like talks about those things well there'd be no reason for them to talk yeah. about it there's never been a context of talking about space travel yeah uh well there has been but that's so i'm curious like is that a possibility that was my thought of how you do it but i think this lets you do the same thing yeah. and you could still say like no they were a 60s you could do the same thing and still give them that sort of retro futurism, but instead of it being in our 60s that it happened, it's in a different dimensions 1960s, and that's when, but they pop back into our world. Yeah, right? I think you're right as far as Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man is going to create the door, whatever that is. Right. I think we're going to be introduced to the universe door. What or I the, or the or yeah. the, the, the the device the the plot device that gets these that opens right. it up. I don't think anyone's really going to come through that. Or I don't I don't know if, if we're going to get people like popping up there. But I think the door will be created. And I also think they're doing that Scarlet Witch Vision thing like on Disney Channel. Yeah, I think when the door is opened, I think those two characters and their stories is a great way to take a deeper dive over like our episodes into the ramifications of universe being open so you don't have to spend all your movies talking about right like you know so where where do we deal with like how humans are dealing with this you can do that in like a scarlet vision uh scarlet vision thing because they're kind of you know otherworldly and magical and they can deal they can be our question or sounding board to like well how does a world deal with finding out this multiverse because you run the risk of opening up a multiverse then the next six movies all become about a multiverse and not about One of the, the characters. Yeah, you know? That's the thing. That, I, mean, I would be worried that, like... But then I go, well, you and I... We asked this question the last time we did the podcast. What... When we did our recap with Alan about what do we what do we want in the future of it, yeah. um, you and I, you know, we tried to figure out, like, well, where does it go? Is the multiverse your next... Is that... Does that what you... Like, we explored Thanos and the galaxy... Right. So that took, you know, 10 years, 22 movies to tell that arc. Is this the same thing? But I don't think you do it in 22 movies. You probably do it in 10 or five. You know, yeah, you probably you probably it's truncated. You do it in, you know, six years of or three years of movies instead of 10 years of movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I'm curious as I'm curious as how they'll do that. Um, The only thing I don't want. And this is one of the things that I hate. I hate, except that I loved the the Spider Verse movie, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I loved it, but in actual comics, I hate a million versions of the same character. Yeah, I I hate Carnage. I hate Venom. I hate that like 
hate's the wrong word, but I don't I don't like that there's like, oh, we've got uh Spider Woman and we've got Spider This and we've got Spider That. And so it detracts from Spider-Man being yeah. it does. It detracts from Spider-Man being a a character on his own that you care about um, and it's original. And if you lost him, there would be a hole as opposed to being, being, being able to be filled by and plug in choice B. Right. Not that I don't think that those characters, not that I don't think like, uh, look, spider Gwen was a really interesting take on it. I kind of, you know, it's a cool way to explore what it is, but I'm always the same thing. Like why I don't really like the green lantern is because there's a million green lanterns and, it makes that special, just, and there should be like yeah. special like individual characters that you go to care about, and that's what I hope Marvel does. Uh, and they do it like they. It seems like Marvel has like their main kind of major storyline. They do that. They've done that through the Avengers, where it's just Avengers is just kind of explaining like what's happening in the big scheme mm-hmm. of the story. But I, I yeah. hope they don't throw away those those uh, niche um, films like an Ant Man, uh, like those things that they do. Um, uh, right, that are just like standalone. And yes, you have to mention the greater problems of the universe at the time. Right, but I, I hope they really still focus on character and stuff. Right, I, th- I think you're right. I'm, I'm, I think that this will be what the background noise is yeah. in every like the this the Infinity Stones. Stones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm okay with the multiverse being the the background. I just. I don't know if I'm. Ready. I don't know if the world's ready for this. I go. I. I. I know. I know. Is I this know multiverse a, I, fatigue? I know multiverse. Like just my. Like, yeah. Ugh. My fear is this is your reboot button. Yeah. And I don't want a reboot button. Yet. I yeah. want you to explore. I want you to explore different characters. But I wonder, like, do we plant this now? Yeah. So if this next phase doesn't work, we have a reboot button. If they call this next phase "Heroes Reborn," I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> All right. So. That's 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 what we uh, look. I'm in for the movie. It looks yeah. great. Spider Man's fantastic. I love that kid as Spider Man. He's good. Uh, Mysterio looks pretty great. Yeah. I didn't think they'd go full Mysterio, but they went full fucking Mysterio. So good job, Marvel. You got balls. Yeah. Feige's uh, all about like, hey, if they look like that in the comics, they look like that on the screen. Yeah. And you and I didn't. You know, you and I didn't get to talk about End Game. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, dwell on that. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear. Travis talk about Endgame. You can go and listen to the Couch Crunchers episode, uh, the podcast Couch Crunchers. Travis was a guest, and they talked about yeah, uh, we talked for like two hours on Endgame right when, before it came out. And I saw oh. I, we did it like um, the day after I saw it, so I didn't listen to any other podcasasts on Endgame. Uh, like two hours. Um, I didn't listen to any other podcasts on Endgame, but now I've listened to podcasts on it, so I can't. Like this, like, I don't you want can't, to talk about you can't take your wear out of it. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, well, am I just recycling someone else's thoughts on it? Everybody said the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Know. No, I know. That's the thing too. It's just like, like now I listen to him. I'm like, I said that look back at dates, dates, dates. dates. Yeah. <laughs> Timestamp that shit. But uh, so I, I, I am looking forward to seeing how they wrap up this phase. I wanted to go, I want to know where they go next. I'm in for Spider-Man. Uh, I'm in for whatever they're going to give me. They're going to get my money. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a question to wrap us up. How much time we got left? Oh, yeah, as much time as you want, man. You fix that problem last summer. So, so here's what I want to know: Have you foot the money for the DC network yet? No. Have you done it yet? No. Have you any interest in doing it? I don't have no plans to it. When I first heard about it, there was when I realized they were putting comics on there as well. That intrigued me on how that was going to look, but I haven't really heard people touting like, "Ooh, this." The actual app itself is this really cool thing. Uh, I've heard people. I've heard people like uh, what's the the one with the metal guy and the dude wrapped. What's the, what's that one called? Why can't I think of what it is? Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, in, Why, in, in Japan we get that on Netflix? They they play that. Is uh, that Netflix? Well, in in certain so certain internet Netflix International they play certain shows. They get licenses to other shows from other companies. They don't play in the States, but they play over here. They play over here. That's why I was watching Riverdale on Netflix that first season. Oh, that's out. right. Yeah. That's right. Um, why? What's the DC oh, Universe app? Like, yeah, it's... Why can't I show. think of what it's called? Um, not the Destroyers, but it's something like that. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. I will tell you, I'm a little intrigued about that. Uh, because we're reading Swamp Thing, I'm very intrigued that they're doing a Swamp Thing Are episode. they doing a Swamp Thing? They're doing a Swamp Thing. Uh, so I am very interested at, on that. Um, so they might, 
get my money Doom Patrol. Doom that's Patrol, what it is. That's Doom. What they might get my money over the summer. Okay. Just so I can check out a couple of these things, right? Um, I have not... a three-month trial, I'm guessing. Hey, if you're not doing that, DC, get on it. Three-month trial. I don't. I haven't heard anybody like clamor about how amazing any of it is, but I'm a little like, yeah, I want to try it, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give it a whirl and see see if it's any any good. I think Swamp Thing and then Doom Patrol seems like intriguing, but I'm a little tired of having to pay for every single other person's. Like this is where a monopoly is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I look. I'm an economics teacher. I'm a super progressive liberal. Who goes, monopolies are bad, except on my streaming services. I want one thing that I can pay that gives me all of my shows that I don't have to have a password and a subscription and a different app for every damn thing I want to watch. I want to watch that stupid Star Trek, that CBS one. But you know what I don't want to pay for? I don't want to pay for the CBS app. Right? That's called you need like a fire stick and just bootleg that stuff. I know. But I have – I feel – bad about that i think i i stole too much music uh in the limewire napster era oh, what was the other one i used i don't know the, the, the big ones there was another one that was really low-key that wasn't a big one that everybody used it was kind of a it was like a lower level one um but like i the amount of music i got in the late 90s early 2000s i feel i've done I've done enough damage, and so now I have to like I'm I'm paying it back by paying oh, for you. everything that I get. Like I have a really hard time with people who steal comic books. I have a really hard time with people who bootleg PDFs of comic books because they're not I that expensive. That. And they just don't uh, get paid. They, the artists don't. They, these people don't get paid very much, anyways. Right, right. So I've got a little bit of a problem with that. Do am I? Should I be upset about screwing over Time Warner and Warner Brothers? Probably not. Time but uh, but. Regardless. All right. So I was yeah, wondering if you checked. I was wondering if you checked it out or not. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to watch Doom Patrol on your Netflix, at least one episode. Okay. And tell me what you think. Did you try to watch Umbrella Academy? I watched the whole thing. Did you? I watched the first episode. Is it? Does it get better? I mean, it's not um, bad. I, I found. I, I watched the whole thing. So I mean, I think I watched it with yeah. probably binge it in like maybe like two weeks. Uh, yeah. And so I mean, that says something right there. There was obviously something I liked about. Um, I mean, I can go into it, but maybe a different podcast. Uh, yeah. It's, but I do I think about it ever since then? No. No. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. I feel that way. I think I might be done with superhero television. I didn't finish season three of Daredevil. I did not finish season two of Jessica Jones. I did not watch whatever other thing i haven't watched the flash i haven't watched arrow i like i kind of went okay i think i watched too much of it there was too much of it out there yeah um but there's something i there's something about like okay all i was i i did like tasting all of that netflix stuff and all the cw stuff um i don't think i want to watch it anymore but then maybe just tasting all the dc stuff just trying yeah. it like i watched this first episode enough. of titans wasn't for me but i watched it like i, I don't mind like doing a sample thing like like yeah hey, i'm give me your best shot i'm very open i want right. to like i want to like everything so i'll give it a thing a shot just like so, that like that watchman uh thing on there but I'll yeah. tell you what, as we're coming to close i'll tell you what i'm excited about i'm, I'm huh. excited about this alan moore's saga swamp thing we I'm, are gonna i'm, 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 I'm excited done. i'm done with it excited about it I'm excited to talk about it. I have I am not done. That's what I've got to read. That's my reading for this week. I'm going to read it this week. I'm going to finish it up. Uh, so we're, our next book that we're doing is we're going to do the Saga of Swamp Thing, Alan Moore's Saga of Swamp Thing, his deconstruction, redoing of the Swamp Thing character. So I'm excited to have that conversation. Also, because I've read the original 12 episode or 12 issues of Swamp Thing where we where it starts off. It's very Monster of the Week. Uh, we got to hold so, off on that because that's, that's going to be really important. That's, that's right. Really so I, that's like I'm I'm excited to dive into it and talk about what I think about what that looks like. Yeah. Um, then uh, before we wrap up, here's what I need to know. Tomorrow on Mother's Day. Today. Me, for me. Yeah. Me and Renner are taking Gabby to go see Detective Pikachu mm. for Mother's Day. Here's my question to you. Is Detective Pikachu anywhere in Japan right now? Is it just a purely American thing? Or 
I mean, are they they're playing it or at does our, it cross our base, over our base theater but the, I, I don't see i'm also kind of more world plan but i don't there's not like a bunch of detective pikachu posters anywhere you are you are you gonna see detective Pikachu? no no i have no plans to see Det- if you see it and you're like dude rats like it's not just me liking it but i go there are several things in this that when i was watching it i'm like rats has got to see that depending so on how it's ryan reynolds ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is pikachu yeah. That, Have that, you that, seen the that trailer? Is, that does not sell me. That, that doesn't sell, sell you? Me. Yeah. Did you see? Yeah, you saw Deadpool. You like Deadpool. Yeah, I like Deadpool. I like yeah. Deadpool. But uh, that's like, I, I I probably like Deadpool less than most people because I'm not as big of a Ryan Reynolds fan. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I'm in, I, like, I don't know and a lot now, about if Pokemon. If Ryan Gosling played Pikachu. I'm oh, into yeah. Yeah. So I've never played a, a Pokemon video game until this year. I've never played one. But Renner has one, and I had a flight. That's the ones where you throw. My my nephew's really into it too. You can like actually throw balls at the screen. Uh, like that. That's that's the one on the Switch. Renner okay. has one on his on his DS, uh, like the portable, like a Game Boy. Okay. Uh, he has like the like that. Uh, so I played that. I had to go somewhere. I went to a, where did I fly to? I don't know. I, I went somewhere. I I had a flight, and so I took it. And I played it on the plane. I was like, okay, no, I get why people like this. I've never played it before. Um, but Renner is Pokemon obsessed right now. He's at the perfect Pokemon age. Same so. as my nephew. We're, we're gonna, Pokemon. yeah, we're gonna go take Gab to go see Pokemon tomorrow. So I just wanted to know: is it is Pokemon is our Americanized Pokemon big in Japan? And apparently not. Um, at least not from what you see. There's, see, my 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 uh, ne- nephew's into it. So my brother-in-law was like, "Hey, can you send us some Pokemon stuff?" And I go, "Dude, I don't know." I can't tell like this little monster from like that little monster. And in Japan, there's so many little monsters and cutesy yeah. things. I don't know which one are Pokemon or not. So it would just be yeah. me sending you a box full of like just weird little monsters, which, here's is, kinda, what I, which here's, is cool in itself, I guess. Yeah, here's what I need you to do. Renner is also obsessed with Digimon. And so... the same thing? It is the same thing, but it's not. Uh, we have watched... He has all... So they... Digimon was on when you and I were younger, but they brought it back in an updated anime movie. So there's like five okay. animes. We have them, but there are no Digimon, Digimon toys anywhere in America. Oh, I, have, I, 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 if, I can you some, you, I can get you some Digimon Tell me toys. if you can find, if you can find some Digimon. You'll have for, to check your phone because it'll be, it will be uh, a photos. Wait, is this Digimon? Is this a Digimon? Yeah. Is this a Digimon? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. I don't know why we're having this conversation on the podcast. But anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Comic Exposure. Uh, you can find us on the internet at www.comicexposure.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Comic Exposure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh R. Buckley. Uh, you can uh, check out the show, facebook.com slash Comic Exposure. No, we are not the people who aren't sending you your comic books. That's the other fucking Comic Exposure. Read. They don't have an E. Just Read. Anyways, can I tell you something, Josh? What I really yeah. want from you is a project. I know you're busy at the end of the year. And it's really you want me to do it. shirts. I know you want me, to do fucking I, I want shirts. You to do shirts. I want you to do shirts. And here's what I really want I want like a white, like a, a shirt like this. It's yeah. actually really soft from custom ink, it's really soft, long sleeve. But what I want is a swamp thing in your art style. Like, I want like a, a Josh, just real clean. I have like a good a, swamp thing I've drawn before. I, I, got a, I want a swamp thing right there. Just fuck, just if you if you have a swamp thing, send it to me. I'll make it into a shirt just for my own personal wearing. Okay, I can. I'll get you a swamp. I'm, I'm real. Sw- I'm real. I'm real in the swamp thing right now. I guess so. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on the internet. Thanks for tuning in. Next episode is going to be Alan Moore's Swamp Thing redo. That's what we're. That's what we're reading. What's it called? The saga uh, Swamp Thing Volume One. The Saga Swamp Thing Volume One. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, give us them four stars. Tell your mom, tell your sister, uh, tell your friends to listen in. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Travis and I will see you next trade.